Hey there, beautiful people. Welcome to Novel Takes, the podcast where we lift the veil on business as usual. Join us for our novel takes on business, culture, and the art of getting things done. I'm partner and principal Rachel Gansboriskin. And I'm founder and principal Sarah Patrick. It's time for a new novel take. In our last episode, we spoke to Allison Rains and David Sylvester, two optimistic people who use their positive outlook to do good in the world. If you missed the episode, we recommend going back and giving it a listen. One of the things that struck us about our conversation with Allison and David was the degree to which their optimism was connected to their larger purpose in life, whether to develop a generation of leaders or spread kindness one high five and hug at a time. It turns out that as much as optimism may fuel their purpose, having a sense of purpose makes people happier in general and perhaps more optimistic. There have been numerous studies that point to the importance of finding purpose. The pandemic and the societal upheaval of the last several years have caused many of us to engage in soul searching. We want to feel like our lives have a purpose and a meaning. If you're a scientist working on a cure for cancer, it may be easy to find meaning. And even then, there may be days where it's hard to connect that to purpose. Still, for many of us, it can be a challenge to locate that meaning. To discover how people find purpose and make meaning in their work, Sarah and I interviewed four people in diverse fields to get a sense of their own journeys towards meaning-making. Although we recorded the interviews separately, we've brought our guests into virtual conversation with each other. The conversation was so interesting, we've broken it up into two episodes. On today's episode, we'll be talking about how our guests find meaning in their work, whether through impact or interpersonal interaction, the role of healthy environments in cultivating meaning-making, and the importance of being value-aligned with the organizations for whom we work. But first, I'll let our guests introduce themselves. My name is Alyssa Pellegrini, and I am the Assistant Director of Administration and Operations at the Harvard Chan School of Public Health. My name is Aaron Johnson. I'm a consultant with Cause Consulting, which is a social impact and strategic communications firm based here in Boston. I am Rebecca Miller. I live in Newton, Massachusetts. I currently am a senior product strategy manager at a Boston-based software firm. My name is Alva. I come to you from Dallas, Texas. I am an e-commerce professional. I've been working in the industry for about 10 years, and I also consider myself an artist. So we have their job titles, but what exactly do these people spend their time doing? We'll start with Alva. Right now, I am a senior manager of website merchandising. And a lot of people don't know what that means. I've had friends that have asked if I work in IT. But what I really do is connect people to product at a retailer. So think about when you're shopping online, you enter a website, you see product placed across the website. You see the value proposition of the business. You understand what they do. You understand who they are. You get a sense for their brand. And then maybe they have a varied assortment of products. So then you're going to want to go to the navigation and be able to find what product category you're looking for. Like when you're on a website like Amazon, you know, they have tens and thousands of products, right? So you're going to need to shuffle through and refine those products somehow. So you'll go through the navigation. You may land on a category page. And if you're looking for pillowcases, you're going to eventually land on a listing of what, like hundreds of pillowcases. And the one that has the title that captures you, the images that capture you, you're going to land on a product page with all the details. So that whole journey you just went through, 
is what myself and my team curates for customers. So we make sure that the customer can find the product that they're looking for. If you don't know what you're looking for, we help you get there. We give you the information needed to make decisions and make the right purchase. Rebecca also works in the technology space, though it wasn't what she started out looking to do. I landed in technology kind of by accident. So I went to Clark University and Clark is very much focused on social change and impacting communities. So I sort of expected that I was going to end up going into nonprofit. And actually, my MBA was focused on social change. So I graduated. Clark has a great program where you can actually do a fifth year. So you do an accelerated master's degree program, which is fantastic because you have the education. What you don't have is the full-time work experience. So it was a little bit difficult finding a role. So I decided that I was going to look in two areas. I had done some internships in marketing. So I was looking in marketing and also in nonprofits. I think I had probably 12 or 13 in-person interviews that summer. It was quite the process. And the first place that decided to hire me was a technology firm that writes about technology, so tech journalism, and I was going to do product marketing for them. So I sort of just landed there and I worked there for just under two years where I really learned about technology and all the different areas. And then I moved into the vendor side of tech where I was actually working for a software firm where I currently work. And I found meaning in that work and I didn't necessarily expect that I was going to, but it was really fantastic to see that all the things I learned at Clark actually applied to this job as well. And I got to really flex my creativity as well as, you know, figure out what really makes me tick. So it turned out to be a happy accident. Like Rebecca, Aaron is a Clark University graduate. Clark's focus on social impact had a significant effect on his worldview as well. I think there's an element of the whole fixing the world <laughs> mentality to the work that I do. I think being a member of the Clark University community, that's a big element of what made that community so special. And I think that's something that I've taken into my professional career as well. I am a consultant with Cause Consulting, which is a social impact strategy and communications firm based here in Boston. So I work with clients that span a bunch of different industries on different social impact programs, strategic communications, employee engagement, you name it. If it's in the social impact space, we're involved with it in some capacity. And I've spent about the last seven years of my career in corporate social responsibility and the social impact field managing different programs as well as communications for both nonprofits as well as a regional foundation. While Aaron worked for the intersection of social impact programs and corporate social responsibility, Alyssa's job at the Harvard Chan School of Public Health is firmly in the nonprofit space. So my day consists of a multitude of things. I do a lot of research compliance for our multiple wet lab operations. I also manage some of our finances within the department and the grants for our faculty members. Alyssa's work at the moment is often administrative. 
but she's always able to find meaning in it. This is not surprising, given the timing of her arrival at the School of Public Health. I actually graduated in 2019 before the pandemic. And when I graduated, I was like starry-eyed, like super excited to be in the workforce. I think I found meeting in the people that were around me and just kind of learning from absolutely everyone. So whether it was my boss or colleagues or anything, or some of our faculty members, I just tried to learn from everyone. So fast forward to 2020 when the pandemic hit, and I would say that the pandemic was actually good for me, which I know sounds terrible, but the pandemic really helped me figure out what I wanted in life and what I was really intrigued in and what I wanted to do. Um, and also, from a career standpoint, the pandemic helped because I was in the Department of Epidemiology. And so as soon as the pandemic hit, our department actually went crazy overload. As I saw my friends and people I had graduated with, when the pandemic hit, for them, their work kind of lessened and mine went the opposite. And I actually was able to grow and do a bunch of different kind of research projects and different things within public health that I never would have had the opportunity to do if it hadn't been for the pandemic. As the public health emergency portion of the COVID pandemic passed, Alyssa's role at work and her understanding of it changed. And so now, four years later, post-pandemic, after three promotions, I think I find meaning in the outputs and the impact that I make on a daily basis. So it's the people that I manage, helping them through a complex problem or helping them manage a personal issue that's affecting their work. I find meaning in that. I also find meaning in the projects that our faculty are working on, whether it's malaria or COVID or the difference that they're making by doing all of this research. Like Alyssa, Aaron has found that his relationship to meaning at work has shifted over time. I think meaning for me in work has changed throughout my career, depending on the roles that I've had. I've always been an extrovert and a people person. So for me, I find energy and purpose through building connections with people. And that's part of why I got into the field of social impact. I also like um, seeing the impact of my work firsthand and, and helping communities become stronger. But I think when I look back at my career early on in my career, meaning for me was much more in the boots on the ground experience and, you know, connecting with people firsthand in community events, volunteer programs, et cetera, just kind of making those personal connections. And as I've moved up in my career and taken on more high level roles where I'm working more on strategy, I've had to change my outlook, I guess, on finding meaning in work because you have less of those touch points with people and you see the impact from a different perspective than when you're actually out in community at these different events. As someone who draws energy from connection with people, the pandemic was a particular challenge for Aaron. It's definitely changed a lot for me and especially throughout the pandemic as well, because obviously you're far less present at in-person functions and far less involved in, in community in the same way. And I think I've taken on more of kind of an approach to being supportive and connecting with organizations and colleagues in a different way and finding meaning through those connections, um, but also viewing work as really growth, personal and professional, and finding meaning in terms of that progress. And rather than just finding meaning by 
connecting with people and seeing that impact firsthand. It's really understanding the value that I'm bringing to our clients, as well as in my previous roles, the value that I was bringing to our philanthropic initiatives, as well as our corporate citizenship. So more of a higher level view on impact and the purpose of the work that I'm doing, rather than that need for kind of validation in terms of seeing it firsthand, which I felt early on in my career. Given the kind of work Alyssa and Aaron do, it's easy to see how they find meaning. At times, their work is literally life or death. But not everyone's work operates at such high stakes. I know, you know, we're not saving lives every day, but I also think there is a sense of meaning in helping people find products and things that they enjoy. Being a innately creative person, I think it's really important for me to have an element of that in my work life. So having a job that is a little bit on the analytical side, I like a little bit of the business aspect, but also being able to flex my creative muscle day to day, which is giving people that visual experience online. That to me is very meaningful. And I think I'm very fortunate that I have found a career path that I actually enjoy and can find meaning in in the day-to-day. Like Alva, Rebecca finds meaning in her job by thinking about the way the technology she works on helps people. I mean, if we think about organizations, organizations are people. And I found meaning in my role realizing that the technology that I was marketing actually helps businesses and organizations do vital work. So Things like connecting healthcare systems using the Internet of Things so people can actually live in their homes and not have to go to the hospital in order to access care and their care teams can actually see in real time how they're doing. That's a really fantastic use case that is good for the common people. I specifically focus in on customer service and sales automation. So customer service is really important. We've all had probably terrible experiences with customer service where you're sitting on hold. It's just awful for both probably the the agent that you're talking to as well as yourself. Nobody really wants to call in. So the fact that we're providing leading edge technology for banks, insurance companies, and governments is actually really important for people, for businesses, and also the customers that they serve. So That's really where I found the meaning. I think it's really important to find any meaning in whatever job you have, even if it's not necessarily your dream job. The reality is that meaning revolves around people. And most jobs can be connected back to people regardless of what industry you're working in. Of course, As Alva notes, connections with people extend beyond customers. I also think it's very meaningful being a manager of a team to be able to provide like a safe, healthy work environment for my team. I've been very fortunate to have great leaders throughout my career and being able to then pay that forward and also hopefully model that example that I've seen. I think that's extremely important. One of the reasons why I wake up and go to work besides the paycheck, is to be able to fulfill that meaning. I think when you're at that large organizations, sometimes people fill roles because roles need to be filled. I really don't believe that everyone is meant to be, wants to be, or is equipped to be in a management position. 
So I do take the role pretty seriously, right? Because the people who do want to be there grow and develop, that's somewhat in my hands, right? For me to be able to guide them and teach them. Having my fair share of run-ins with people who were not prepared to manage or didn't want to fully be in that position, I think that managers also play key roles in organizations. And especially when we talk about healthy environments, you may not be at the top of the food chain, whether you're in a small business, mid-sized business, or enterprise type organization, but being able to manage and lead people and motivate people is a important part of the ecosystem. Alyssa too draws meaning from her work as a manager. I'm a direct manager. So I run a team of five to six. I have a communications intern, which I consider a full-time employee. And so I want them to succeed. And in them succeeding, it also makes me succeed. And in them figuring stuff out and being able to help me it definitely helps me succeed personally, professionally, and helps our team within the department grow. And so I think my meaning now has also been to grow as a manager and a leader, not just, again, singularly myself, like getting better and better. I think it's been to grow and to lead and to be able to lead with kindness and also effectively. For both Alyssa and Alva, managing is more than coordinating tasks. It's deeply related to helping people grow. You have to be willing to give a little bit, like give a little bit more than just delegation, right? You have to be able to share some wisdom. I think there are times where some of my younger direct reports are learning some tough lessons. And sometimes when you're young, you think you know stuff and ego-driven things. And then you have to kind of like tell them, well, no, that's not the way we do it. And you have to share some of your big misses with them. And that also requires you to have an, an element of vulnerability along with it. So yeah, there is a there is a bit of mentorship if you're in, invested in your team's growth. Alyssa has found her own experience with being mentored as a model. So I have been super fortunate up to this point that my managers have been incredibly understanding, flexible, helping me grow and helping me kind of become the person that I've been. So I really wanted to use that as an example in the people that I directly manage. And so my number one thing that I always ask when I have our weekly one-on-one is, how are you doing? Not just with work, but like, how are you? So I personally believe that your personal life outside of work really does make a difference in the work that you're doing. So if you're having a really bad week or something happened with your family, that's directly going to affect the work that you're doing. And I know because we've all experienced that. Like, how can you focus on something when you're worried about another thing? And so I make it a real decision to start conversations with, how are you doing? Like, how's so-and-so? How are your kids? How's like your husband or how's your like partner? I really make a decision to do that every single time so that they feel like I'm seeing them as a person, not a worker or like my employee. And I really focus with them on balance. And I almost always say, I am also learning all of this. So when I talk to them about balance and setting boundaries, and if, you know, they put in a great day of work for the past couple of days, and I'm like, I always make sure to say, Eric, you've done an amazing job. I really think it's important to notice great work being done. At the end of the day, 
if you're getting feedback, whether it's good or bad, you know, in between, that's helping you grow. What was clear in talking to all our guests was that the culture of a workplace matters. I think that a healthy work environment definitely comes down to people. So having a team that is collaborative and supportive, as well as a manager who is willing to listen to you, I think that's what people are really looking for in work. People don't typically leave jobs because of a task. It's really because of the work environment. So if you can cultivate that type of environment, that's going to be a lot more valuable than other things. For Aaron, it comes down to people. What I really look for when thinking about a work environment and an organization that I'm going to join is going back to what I said at the beginning, I'm a people person. So the people within that organization, collaboration and ability to really connect and support each other and be colleagues as well as members of a community, um, which is really important to me. And that's something that I've always looked for in organizations that I'm joining. But for Aaron, culture is also intrinsically linked to values. Being value aligned with an organization I work with is probably the number one priority I've had when choosing the organizations that I've worked with throughout my career. Currently in my role with the cause consulting, I've had the opportunity now to be connected with an organization that shares the same values as me, that social impact is crucial to building a better and stronger society that we have. But I'm also now getting to explore all these different industries and work with clients that are focused on all these different social issues that now I'm learning and growing in that role, as well as providing my expertise around corporate social responsibility and strategic communications and employee engagement. So uh, values have been extremely important to me in shaping my career. And that's something that I've always looked for in organizations that I work with. Value alignment has also been central to Alyssa's career choices. It's definitely my number one priority. And I think I saw a lot when people graduated and just the people that are around me even now years and years later, people are mainly focused about money. And I completely get that, obviously, because money is how we live and how we, you know, pay for things and stuff like that. But I've been really fortunate to have a great supportive partner to where he's been, you know, you don't have to go and get like the absolute best offer. It also is important and meaningful what you're doing in this world. And that's kind of how we've seen our jobs. It's more of impact driven. So making a difference, again, even if it's a small difference, it's really important to me to have that in my life. What helps me wake up in the morning and what helps me go to work and what helps me kind of stay on track is that underlying desire and commitment to make an impact within my field. Rebecca also sees value alignment as important. I don't think I could work for an organization that I felt was truly not aligned to my values. There's some level where... I think you, you do have to assess that, but, you know, you don't have to agree with everything. I think what I value in my particular role is the fact that people are typically open for discussion and debate and I can bring up things and I can bring my ideas to the table and other people may not agree, but there is that space where I can be listened to and I can listen to other people as well. Alva, on the other hand, isn't so sure that value alignment is always possible. 
Now, I don't want to get too raw on this podcast, but, you know, I've worked for companies that have had headlines about poor employee treatment. I think it's difficult sometimes. I think it's few and far between to find large organizations that align with your values. And I'm not talking about what they have in their PR pack of what they say, like their values are. I'm saying that that they actually exemplify those values that they speak on through and through. Sometimes when you have to take a job or a career that's serving a different purpose, you may not get the opportunity to be value aligned through and through. We'll pick up this conversation on our next episode and explore our guests' views on the difference between finding purpose and finding meaning at work. What happens when we don't find meaning in our work and seeking meaning outside of our careers? We want to thank Alva Harrell, Aaron Johnson, Rebecca Miller, and Alyssa Pellegrini, who were generous with their time and insights. To learn more about them, you can check out their full bios on our website, thinknovel.com. If this conversation has piqued your interest and you want to hear more about what we have to say, stay tuned for other episodes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, please rate and review us. Give us some love. And if you're curious about what we do over at Novel or think we could help you or your organization, check us out or send us an inquiry over at thinknovel.com. That's T-H-I-N-K-N-O-V-L.com. That's it for us. Shout out to everyone who helped us make this show. This is Novel Takes. <laughs> <laughs>